it was my absolute honor to pitch there and just to give an example when all the contestants came to the stage it felt like a wrestler entering a wwe ring what's up everybody welcome back to awesomeings podcast where we highlight people pursuing their definition of you guessed it awesome so buckle up and get ready for some more success story adventures and failures from Kentucky's tech and entrepreneur community. Well, hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning back into this episode of the Awesome Inc. Podcast. I am sitting down. Actually, I'm, I'm out of Lexington today. I'm in the good good city of Louisville with my good friend, Akil Nair, who was the October Five Across winner from this, this year, 2022, with his company, Xena Intelligence. And uh, Akil, it is, it's very obvious to say that you, you walked on that stage in your suit, feeling very, uh, very confident, dripping in your swag. So man, it was a, it was a fun event. Love to hear about your pitch and just give the, the folks who are listening today a quick introduction of, of who you are, maybe some of your background, where you've come from. And uh, I also knew that you moved from somewhere else. I'll let you share that to Kentucky and would love to hear a little bit about that story as well. Yeah, I got to tell you before uh, we begin, uh, Garrett, I think I've attended a lot of uh, pitch events. I've pitched in quite a few places uh, in front of hundreds of people in a room. But the experience and the vibe that I felt in Five Across, I have not, positively not felt anywhere else. Uh, It's not just the fact that for the first time in your life, you know that people are, you know, are really interested in what you have to say. The energy, the vibe of the whole room. It was just unmatched and it's not something that you can create out of thin air. It requires a lot of effort. Uh, It requires a culture that needs continuous um, work to be done. And I think that's what I felt in Five Across. And it was my absolute honor to pitch there. And just to give an example, when all the contestants came to the stage, it felt like a wrestler entering a WWE ring where everyone stands up, makes a lot of noise. I'm sure there was confetti or probably I was too stressed to notice that. But the 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 feeling of a person, it's especially as an entrepreneur, you will not get that anywhere else. And I'm, I'm very glad that I was able to be a small part of uh, this experience. <laughs> I have never heard anybody once say they felt like it was a WWE wrestling match. So just know... I think I'm going to start the podcast episode with you saying that. That's that's pretty awesome, Mikhail. Well, again, it, it was a it was a great event, and I know that you, you even came up from from Louisville or came over from Louisville to be more correct with Roland of C2 Keep. So it's cool that even the entrepreneurs that again we continue to to meet that come into either Five Across or participate in some part of the Kentucky entrepreneurial ecosystem are building friendships. So that was a really cool thing for me for me to to recognize. But again, we're talking about Five Across, your experience. You highlighted the, uh, the maybe the epicness of the of the atmosphere. Well, let's let's again talk about why you were even pitching the other day. So you are an entrepreneur. You have a company, Xena Intelligence. Can you share? Can you share what what the heck your company is, or what problem it solves for the people who were not at that event? Sure. Uh, so software is pretty simple. Um, it helps uh, e-commerce brands grow on platforms, uh, primarily Amazon and Walmart. Uh, so what it does is it automates the process of running ads specifically on these platforms. Uh, if you're an e-commerce brand or if you have ever known a brand, you would know that the biggest challenge of growing uh, on these platforms is that it's extremely competitive. 
time consuming and the amount of data that is thrown at you is just insane so you really need some help in kind of managing the entire process so a software kind of plugs in to your amazon account and starts running the ads almost immediately so it has a lot of effects obviously it helps increase the sales it reduces the ad spend but i think more importantly it gives the business owner especially small businesses a peace of mind they know that they have the best most powerful software on their side and they do not have to worry about the fact that they do not have millions of dollars to spend uh, on these ads like the big companies do i think that's that's i think the most value add for us so i know when we introduced you we we had a a trivia question again part of it's to keep the atmosphere fun but i want to i want to double check that it is is pretty close to the truth how many unique brands are on amazon do you have an you have an idea of that it was pretty close to the truth uh, because when the trivia question came up is when i thought for the first time oh shit i should be knowing this and so i googled it it's absolutely like 350 million brands on amazon it's just insane and that's million with an m that is crazy with an m, with an m. i <laughs> oh mean it's goodness. just it's so crazy that that is why the whole problem arises because think of it from amazon's point of view right you have 350 million brands how can we squeeze more money out of the current situation sure we can take a cut of every sale yeah whatever but wouldn't it be great if we can ask these brands to pay up a little bit more money so that their products can come on top and there's 350 million brands there is no shortage for it and from amazon's point of view it's pure profit they are making money hand over fist uh, if you search for any product on amazon more than half of it is paid for um which means that they are uh, last year i think they made 40 billion this year they are set to make more than triple that amount in ads um so i have a feeling it's uh, it's it's not going to go back down one of the things that i i believe you shared in the pitch was about and you might have said this and I missed if I missed it apologies you said what was it like uh 10 to 15% of new amazon sellers uh they 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 don't or sorry only 10 to 15% are profitable within the first handful of years uh of either owning their own shop or you know being a reseller so that's very that's very on par with a, a traditional entrepreneur you know that the statistic is what 75 to 90% fail within the first 5 years And again, if you're competing with millions of other products or companies, it's just wild that you're able to find this pain point. So again, um you mentioned uh a bit that it's some plug and play software that connects with Amazon and Walmart. Did you write this code or do you have a team that that wrote this code? How, how did this platform come about? Where did the idea come from? Yeah, so basically uh just before the pandemic, um I used to be a freelance marketing consultant for a couple of small businesses. Um in boston um and when on the during the course of my work with them uh, when the pandemic hit they lost a lot of their customers their partnerships went uh, went blank uh, and so they were pretty desperate to find a revenue stream uh, without which they would have to close shop and so that's where amazon walmart came into the picture so i took it upon myself to um know everything there is to know kind so that i can help them out in this journey uh it during this process i was able to help them uh, kind of figure out how to onboard products on amazon how to run ads and so on so i realized that 98% of my time was spent in optimizing or running these ads and i figured this is not scalable i mean you know i'm glad i'm able to help them but i'm pretty sure there's a better way to do this uh so i realized that amazon has a platform where developers can build tools easily on top of it 
So I took advantage of that situation and built the very basic MVP to automate a lot of the processes. Uh, and then I onboarded the specialists who actually know what it's doing to kind of build a more fleshed out software so that instead of 95%, maybe 99% of it can be automated. So that's uh, that's kind of where the idea came about. You know, what's what's so cool, and uh, we, we can wrap up shortly here in the next couple of, couple of minutes. You said, as a, as a former consultant, 98% of your time was continuously doing the same stinking thing. So it's, it's cool that you realize, hey, if this can be automated, my time can be spent doing so many other things or maybe helping people in, in different manners. So I think, that, I think that's, again, you, you're solving a problem and it's, it's definitely one that you experienced for yourself. And uh, yeah, just, just really, really cool to hear, hear you say such a very specific thing that I don't often hear people say, yeah, most of my time was doing this one activity. Um, and I'll, another, I'll, another, uh, another interesting story is that, so during this early on, I, you know, I wanted to help my customers. So I reached out to all my comp- currently my competitors to see if they can help out, you know, they have a little bit of software, they have a little bit of thing going on. Uh, the first, one of the biggest competitors in this space, I spoke to the CEO uh, and the CEO asked me, okay, what is your customer doing? Uh, how much sales do they have in a month? I said, they're pretty young. They're doing like $10,000 a month. And I kid you not, he hung up on me that very moment without any follow on, without asking like, you know, do you have any other customer? Nothing. He just hung up on me. And that kind of uh, made me think, I mean, obviously I was really upset uh, at how rude he was, but uh, because, you know, over here, especially everyone has been so nice to me. Uh, but I realized that if this is the mindset that they're going with, they are missing out on a huge chunk of the market, which is underserved, who are getting hung up by all the competitors out there. So that's another reason why I started Xena, where uh, I wanted to help these small businesses in any way I can. And if a software is the way to do it, then that definitely is. That's how the name Xena came. So when I was a child, I used to watch Xena, the Warrior Princess. It's a very popular um, TV show. I love that show. Uh, so the whole premise was that, you know, she helps the underserved. Uh, she helps the helpless, you know, who everyone neglects. Um, and so that's how Zena came about. I really wanted in my minimum skill set to help these small businesses out. That's great. Well, I hope there's no trademark uh, infraction anywhere. So that, that's awesome. Well, I, I kill the the last last thing um, I want to ask, and then I'll end it with my, my usual follow-up question. So you mentioned earlier that you... You were from Boston and you were doing business up there. You came down to Kentucky. What, what the heck went into that move? How, how'd you end up here? That's that's always a unique story. Again, uh, I'm, I'm not going to speak as much as I can on this, but it's cool when we have transplant entrepreneurs or people that leave and come back to the, to, to the state. So we'd love to hear your story. Sure. Yeah, I came to the U.S. Uh, to do my MBA in 2017, 2018. Um, so that's how I ended up in Boston. I went to a school called Babson College in Boston. I did my MBA over there. Um, and it's just when Xena started or just when it gained traction, um, I was able to win the render competition, uh, which is based in Louisville uh, last year. And one of the one of the recommendations was that, you know, the founder needs to move to Louisville for at least a year. Uh, to avail of the program. I got a, I got two other similar um offers similar um uh, structuring from two other cities one was austin one was a city in colorado i forget what's called and one's in tulsa three offers actually very similar almost the same amount of money almost the same amount of prerequisites uh but i chose louisville i chose kentucky 
above all else, primarily because um, me and my wife, we visited all these cities. We spoke to the people over there. The feeling that I got from here, uh, the community, the the kind of support, the real interest that a piece of which I saw in Firecross, I did not feel it anywhere else. For them, it's not a transaction. It's not an economical uh, juggernaut or uh, it's it's basically they really they really want uh, oh, to build a community around say, the whole system. Congratulations to what you've accomplished. So I strongly cool believe you can get money anywhere. You can get talent anywhere. Who's a part of the Five Across and, and now you're part of the awesome community. community. To be a part of it. And um, it's, most it's, importantly, what I'd say is you won the, the last event for the That's year. Awesome. So we know in just a few short weeks from from this exact conversation, there's going to be a chance to win $5,000 cash prize and a $50,000 safe note investment from our partners, Keyhorse Capital. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the most enjoyable things that we get to do because we have so many wonderful partners who continue to serve and support entrepreneurs, whether it be the team at Kinetic by Windstream or, or uh, Airwing Ventures and, and our partners with Chase. So again, just a lot of people that are, are spurring on the entrepreneurial community. All that being said, you are, are competing for the final slot. Well, what are you doing now to prepare to win here in a couple of weeks? Well, one of the things that I'm doing is, so one of the finalists is a customer of mine. I'm helping them on Amazon. So one thing I'm doing is sabotaging them for sure. Uh, just <laughs> making sure they do not grow. But then no matter how much I tried, the software is still doing its thing. So I'm not able to succeed in that. They're doing pretty well right now. So I tried uh, to bring others down, but I fail miserably. Uh, but other than that, I'm, I'm telling you, it's it's uh, the just the feeling, just the honor to have 100, 500,000 people looking at you while you present something that you spend your blood and heart and sweat into. It's just unmatched. I, and I, I'm pretty sure all the finalists and all the startups who present feel that way. It's uh, it's not so much who wins. It's it's just wow, you how fortunate you have to be there to kind of get this opportunity. That's awesome. Well, Akil, so excited for again what you've accomplished. Looking forward to seeing you here in a few short weeks at the Firecross Finals. And until then, I'll catch you later. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of Awesomings Podcast. And another quick thank you to Lee Rosevere and a few members from our community who provide the music that you hear in this show. Lastly, give us a follow on Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. Or even better, come on down to our space. Come be a part of our community and get plugged in. And let's start something awesome together. You guys rock. We'll see you next time.